This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, Bruchem Abon B'Shem Hashem. Welcome everybody as we start our trip to uh, this unbelievable region. Who could have ever thought about 15 months ago, I know Moshe Klein, but I know Moshe Klein's father, Rabbi Yaakov, the Mechaber of Or Mufla Al HaToyra, very chosh of a sefer, and they came over to me before Purim to deliver Shalach Manus. And Rav Moshe's father told me, you know, Moshe was just in Tunisia and other countries doing different Askonos. So at that point in time, I was feeling a draw. I have to visit Turkey. Why? I was being oisik in the Indian of Bonim Lamakam, that were children of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And in the back of the Sefer, I published from Rav Chaim Falaji 36 proofs that were always Bonim Lamakam. And at that point, I figured, I don't know, I have to visit Reb Chaim Falaji, I have to figure out how to get there. So I mentioned to Moshe, and Moshe said, you know, very, uh, I'll get you there. I have a connection with the Turkish ambassador, and I don't know if I took him seriously at first, but within a few days already, there were arrangements started, uh, the ball started rolling, it didn't work out at first, but here we are 15 months later, so I'll give a big yasher kayach to Moshe Klein who put in... Tremendous avoida, tremendous hachanas, and you see every detail was thought out, every detail was arranged so that everybody should enjoy the trip uh, to the maximum. Before I begin, I just want to ask Rishus from the Chashav Rabbonim who are participating in the trip, Rav Gedalia Open Shlita from the five towns, uh, Rav and Rosh Hashiva from our neighborhood, it's a very big cover to have him and we look forward to being nene from him as well. And uh, Rav Moshe Hubner, also one of the very Chosh Rabbonim in New York, Mechaber Sfarim, that I myself have uh, enjoyed very much. So we have very Chosh Oilam. I thank my friend Rav Aaron Subar, who's going to be videoing the trip, and my, my good Yadidim from Pashtus, Rav Shleim McLean, and my cousin, Rav Bela Shlita, and all the Mishtatfim, thank you very much for joining us on this trip. Round of applause for my cousin. <laughs> So just some brief introductory remarks regarding preparation for uh, this very important Nesiyah. You know, we, uh, in a way it's like a Cholom. Who could have ever thought that we would make it to this part of the world? But you know, sometimes you have to pinch yourself. We're actually here, we're actually in Turkey. And of course we thank the uh, Turf- Turkish government for their uh, assistance in facilitating all aspects of this trip. And we wish them... The- and also the sponsors of the trip, Tri-State Commercial Real Estate Experts, and Eichlers of Borough Park for your better Judaica Eichlers of Borough Park. <laughs> and now, <laughs> just a brief thought about how to properly prepare for, um, for the Kivrei Tzadikim that we're going to visit. You know, many of us have various machshavas. Okay, what are we going to do at the Kvarim, Rav Chaim Falaji, the Baal Shevet Musr, the Smichas Chachamim, what we're going to be mispalel for, what our tzrochim are. I think there's something that's even more important than what exactly we're going to have in mind at their particular Kvarim. And that is, Rabbi Yoyna tells us that the Rabbi created the world to bring honor to his name. And he says something very powerful. He says there's actually a zuchus that transcends any particular mitzvah. In other words, I would ask you, what's the biggest mitzvah in the Torah? So you'd say, uh, Limarat Torah, Vatamat Torah, Kenegad Kulam. 
Rabbi Yonah actually says there is something which is greater than Tama Torah. It's the chus gedoyla ad shamayim. It's the greatest possible merit, and that is if somehow you could broadcast and you could send the following message that the most important endeavor in this world is Avodah Hashem. In other words, if you could somehow convey that the most valuable thing in this world is serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's Zuchus Gedoyla Ad L'Shamayim, even greater than Tamatar. Now, how does a person convey that the most important thing is Avodah Hashem? Says Rabbi Yoyna, if you're Mishabeach Tzadikim, if you give them Kavod, you know, the most valuable commodity we have is Kavod. It's more than money, because people pay money to get covered. That means covered is more valuable than money. So if you could give covered to tzaddikim, basically what you're saying is, the most important thing in this world is serving Hashem, and therefore the tzaddikim are, are worthy of covered. So here we are, we came hundreds of miles to a country that we're not familiar with. Maybe we don't feel totally at home, but we traveled across the world, basically, to visit tzaddikim, and basically, the message we're giving to our families, to ourselves, to our children, is that the most important thing in this world is Avoidas Hashem, and our covet and our attention should be given to Tzadikim and Oivdei Hashem and Tamidich Chachamim, and that's really the greatest Kiddush Shem Shamayim. And for all of us, it should be Zuchus Gedoyla Adle Shamayim, Be'ezus Hashem. So it's one brief thought for tonight. You know, uh, Many have visited many, many Kivrit Tzadikim, maybe in the Ukraine, maybe in Eastern Europe, maybe in the United States of America, but there's something very unique about the Tzadikim that lived here in Turkey. So I want to share with you one rayon, one, one machshava about Reb Chaim Falaji. You know, we're used to a certain kind of gedolim, who, let's say, they learn Kamar Rashi Toysis and Halacha, and they're sort of follow a specific pattern, and a, they're in a certain box. And I think this trip is an opportunity to branch out and sort of experience a new type of tzaddik, a new type of tamar chacham, who's extremely broad-minded, whose interests and whose ideas go beyond what you're used to. I'll give you an, an interesting question Rav Chaim Falaji discusses. By the way, a specific mitzvah that was very dear to Rabbi Now, now Rabbi Chaim Falaji wrote over 4,000 pages of Chidush Etar just on Shas, and they were all burnt in a fire. And ultimately he was able to recover m- many of them. But he also wrote two svarim on tzedakah. They're called tzedakah l'chaim and tzedakah chaim. Okay, don't get confused between the two. Tzedakah l'chaim and tzedakah chaim. So tzedakah is very dear to him, not only when he was awake, but when he was sleeping as well. Because he asked the following question. He says it was a Matzah Shabbos. It was the 10th day of Chodesh Adar. And I had a dream. And in my dream I was wondering about the following issue. Now, Islam, it's a pella that any tzaddik would be wondering about. He says, why is it that tzaddikim today, they're not as good looking as they once were. They're not as handsome. They're, they're not as tall. They're not as wealthy. Like what happened to the tzaddikim? They used to be balei koima, balei tsura, balei oisher. And you know, nowadays it's just not the same anymore. So Chaim Falaji says in his dream he was shown the following answer. The Pasuk says in Mishlei, Matan Adam Yarchivlai. Gifts give you harchava. 
So it used to be people gave tzedakah, beharchava, benedivas halev. People, it used to be when somebody was asked for tzedakah, they would give so much tzedakah and then it makes you feel good. And then your bones get stronger and your skin gets more healthy and more radiant. And the person looks better and looks healthier and looks more handsome and becomes taller. But nowadays people ask for tzedakah and you say, oh, I'm sure it's a very good cause. I'll, I'll let you know in a few days. And that inside, you don't feel good about yourself. So you shrink, and you shrivel, and you look like, uh, look like a shmata. So it used to be tzaddikim had it good because they gave more tzedakah. Nowadays, people don't give as much tzedakah, so it affects their physical appearance. Says Ruchayim Falaji, that's the meaning of the Pesach. Literally, is don't ignore your relatives. Don't ignore your own health. So if you want to look good, you don't have to go to the spa. You give a lot of tzedakah. It gives you, it makes you, uh, it makes you look balei tzura, balei koima, balei oisha. Another interesting question Rabbi Chaim Falaji had, and everybody knows this question from Rabbi Chanan, but Rabbi Chaim Falaji already said this a hundred years earlier. He talks about the blood libels. There's a blood libel in Damascus in 1840. And Rabbi Chaim Falaji wants to know why throughout Jewish history, almost all the communities, be it in the Christian world or in the Muslim world, suffered from blood libels. And Rechaim Falaji says the reason is it's a kapara for Mechiras Yosef. In every generation, because the brothers sold Yosef and they took his tunic and they dipped it in blood and they said to the father, to Yaakov, Hakir na. So that was the first blood libel. So because of that, we're punished in every generation. Mida, Keneged Mida. That in every community, and by the way, it still took place in America in the 20th century, there are blood libels. Now, that's, everybody knows Rabbi Hanan says that, but Rabbi Chaim Falaji wrote it a hundred years ago. And he says, and why does it happen Pesach time? It's interesting. I found Rabbi Matasyol Solomon has the same question. And he gives the whole Marach. Rabbi Chaim Falaji says, very Pashat. You know what happens Pesach time? The Rebbe Shalom has Rachmanus on us. So he makes it happen, al yidei, the performance of a mitzvah, so that the performance of a mitzvah will protect us from the potential blood libel. And I'm going to leave you off with uh, one trivia question. We'll, we'll continue discussing it tomorrow on the way to Izmir. When we get closer to the shul, you know, we're going to a lot of historic shuls, but we're going to go to a shul in Izmir where somebody claps on the bima. Not for Saint Talmud of Rachab on the beam, he said, Rabbi Say Amashiach. Shaptaitsvi. Rabbi Khanan asks, you know, we're punished in every generation for Mechiras Yosef. But Chazal say we're also punished in every generation for Khedho Egel. What Egel is there in every single generation? Rabbi Khanan wants to know. Every single generation, there's a, a repeat of the Egel. And Rabbi Hanan says, and that is, I'll tell you now, because I want you to be able to sleep tonight, in every generation, including Bidoirenu, there's always a false Mashiach. It's part of Jewish history, it's part and parcel of Jewish history. Shabtai Tzvi is not an isolated incident. There have been at least 20 false Mashiachs in our history, and it continues in every single generation. So... When you look at Gedolim, who are analyzing not just the Chumash and the Rashi, not just Gemara Rashi Toysvis, they're analyzing the way people look, and history, and phenomenon that occur. So these Sadiqim, their, their minds expanded through the entire world. So we should be Zoycha, 
to connect with these tzaddikim, and ultimately we should be mekadeshim shamayim. Thank you everybody for joining. Brachav Hatzlacha, Agotenacht, Shkaya. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.